Then did you say your thing? Yeah, let's start. Let's start. Welcome to he. Hey! Hey, Asperger! Welcome to Hey Ass, but the only supernatural show, the only supernatural <laughs> podcast where we uh, get everything wrong. Can you uh, swap him on the head, please, Travis? Why? Just swap. He made an Asperger's joke. Oh! And he made a real ass of us while doing it. <laughs> I can't reach him, so I won't do it. All right. There Thank you, there you, our third hand. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Who's there? You don't know. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. The ghost from that one episode is back. Yes. <laughs> it's Ducky hitting me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ducky. Oh, her tiny, adorable little kitty paw. Yeah, yeah. then Bane's. Smacking you. Yeah. She got strong Bane's. <laughs> She's got, she will. She'll she, fuck you up. Yeah, don't mess with Ducky. She'll... She'll take you the fuck out. She'll take you to school. Uh, she bites. Yeah. She's definitely the meanest of the cats. Yeah. For sure. She's like Minnie And the most pretty. Mm. Yeah. Like literally every time somebody meets her, they're like, oh my God, you are a beautiful cat. And I'm like, she's I know, most, I'm thinking about taking her to Gerber. She's the most beautiful cat, but also the meanest cat. <laughs> it's appropriate. That's how that goes. She's got mm-hmm. like a, like a whatever happened to baby Jean or whatever vibe, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're here to get a bunch of shit wrong again. Yeah, uh, that's how we do. Like we do every week. <laughs> but before we do that... We got shit to talk about. We thought we'd answer the question for each other. What would we put in a summoning circle to summon us? Okay. Good job, Kobler. You did it. <laughs> bang, bang, bang! So the question is, what, what would you put in a summoning circle to summon me? Yes. We're going to answer it for each other. Yes. Who's going to go first? I say we answer for Ben first. All right, Ben. Okay. Hit me with it. Uh, whiskey. Yes. <laughs> like a good whiskey. Yeah. Not too expensive. Yeah. I'd say uh, I'd go with like a Tullamore. There you go. Like a 12-year Tullamore or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's a strong answer. I'm yeah. also going to say, I'm cheating a little bit because I know what's going to happen for your birthday. A ribeye? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. A what? A ribeye? A ribeye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some, some Unibrew beer. Yes. Um, a gun? Uh, a system of a down t-shirt oh god yeah and and a flannel over shirt yes Uh, all the ways to tell suicide jokes from a to z (laughs) suicide jokes for dummies yes and Um, uh what kind of dogs do you have i have shit well i've got mixed breeds Uh uh-huh i've got a shih tzu a shih tzu maltese mix and a corgi westie mix are they are they rescues so i'd say uh craigslist dogs and so, the, yes. and the yeah. hair of a Shih Tzu. There, there we go. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that could have been bad for your dogs. Yeah, could have. I have a really sad story about a cat we rescued. Oh no! Oh no! Don't tell that yeah, story. Don't tell that story yeah. now. Right. To us, two cat lovers. <laughs> are you fuck? And and our cats are in the room. Are you fucking nuts? Um, sitting next to me. I okay. So you know how like the people with who rescue who stickers are the most annoying people on the fucking planet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cat owners do not get uppity about this shit. <laughs> that is a hundred percent a dog owner thing. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I have never seen a cat owner be like, "Yeah, my cat really." They saved my life because we know they're little shits yeah. who are going to eat us when we die. Yeah. So like, why thank them now? <laughs> Okay, that yeah. is a dog odor thing exclusively, yeah. and everyone thinks you're annoying, so please stop. <laughs> have I ever done that? No, no. and that's why yeah. you get to live. That's because that's, that's I have cat dogs. <laughs> yeah. You do have cat dogs, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do they shit? Uh, in little spirals all over the house. Yeah, but like through whose mouth? 
god. <laughs> Fuck, I wanted to think. Okay, that's where uh, you go with it. But yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's all do right. let's do Ari now. Do Ari? No. All right. uh, uh, okay. Erotic fan fiction. Yeah. Go on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we in Yuri anime. Less right. No. <laughs> you don't I'd know say, me as well um, as you thought you did. Ooh. At least ten pages of a Harry Potter book. There you go. Good answer. Um. Or oh. all of. What, the Half-Blood Prince? Is that your favorite one? No. No? My favorite one's Goblet of Fire. Ah, okay. A so co- the Goblet of Fire. A copy of Ocarina of Time. Yes, good answer. Um, at least a pound and a half of coffee. <laughs> so you know me well. And a, and a Mountain Goat's bootleg. Wow, okay. I haven't talked about the Mountain Goats in a while, so I'm surprised you pinned that, Ben. <laughs> it was a callback. It was like, what, a That's year like callback? That's like one of the and, first times uh, we hung out, like, is when we talked about music we liked. And I was like, I love the Mountain Goats. Oh, wait, I got two more items. Okay. A, a uh, At least a dozen eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one. And the season the second disc of the first season of Supernatural okay, okay. alright no. to, to the callback of the first sentence you ever said to me an essay on how Fight Club is about homosexual sex yep <laughs> oh yeah that is how we met oh and also the full box set of Yu Yu Hakusho <laughs> that could have got okay one of wow <laughs> I do not like this <laughs> All right. Why did I suggest it? Yeah, I did this see, to this me. This is your idea. So when you get mad, that's when we start doing the one for Travis. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. It's my turn. A really expensive microphone or any re- any sound equipment that's really expensive. All right. Cool. A battery for your hearing aid. Okay. The third Harry Potter book. Good. Mm, a copy of Splatoon. Yeah. Yeah. How oh. to be annoying from the most annoying person on the planet. Accurate. A book written by Kiefer me. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, what? <laughs> I actually, I don't know. A box copy of TF2. TF2 actually didn't come out as a physical, the only physical form it came out on was the orange box. I should have said that. Yeah. yeah. A box set of Flying Witch. Mm. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah, that's a deep cut. Yeah, that is a deep cut. You have to be Travis's roommate to know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> a huge box of Q-tips. Bi- oh. Yeah, okay. That could have also worked for Ben. And me. That's an all three. That's a a hat trick. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) Bionicles. All right. Yeah. Pokemon? Mm, Not so much. Pokemon? Oh, Animal Crossing. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Anything Animal Crossing. uh, Furry art? But you're not a furry. You just have a lot of furry friends. (laughs) That's the way to summon me with a companion. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm not a furry. I just call myself furry adjacent. Yeah, I'm furry adjacent. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of furry porn? No. Or is that too on there? No, no. no. Too, too much. much. No, no there's, there's, a, too much. There's, there's a certain kind of porn I could say, but I can't think of it. Because mm. I know you like to look at it just because of the curiosity. Yeah. Because that's how we all are. Yeah, I've definitely looked at some porn that I am not attracted to because I'm like, really? A whole bat? Okay. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to keep scrolling through Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, fucking A. Uh, Ooh, anything with bananas on it or in it? Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or with fakey banana flavor. Like, so Laffy Taffy, Runtz. Banana Runtz. Banana banana Taffy is like the number one. Banana Runtz is like very close. Tertiary or? Okay. 
Mm. Also a good ribeye. Yeah. Yeah. Or a dry-aged ribeye, that was, to be more specific. You prefer rum over whiskey, don't you? I actually, if I had to rank them, mm. I would go tequila, rum, whiskey. Yeah. Yes, this is why we're fucking roommates, because we're, <laughs> we're both whores for tequila. Ah, uh, yes. Like, everybody else is like, I don't know, tequila makes me kind of slutty, and we pull up our shirts to show our tits and go, then slut it up, bitch! <laughs> no, like, to be straight honest with you, yeah. that's why those are, those are my three favorites as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. yes. I think that's why I got the rum key. Tequila. <laughs> the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all agreed. So um, everybody on the fucking planet agrees the best liquors are risky rum and tequila, right? Yeah. Like fuck gin. No. Okay. Gin's my. Don't even. Don't even nope. get me gin's started on cognac. Cognac. Cognac West. <laughs> it's cognac. I know. A signed Blu-ray collection of Star Wars. <gasps> okay. I thought that um, was a good one. Uh, hmm? Tom Segura, chained up, unable to leave. Okay. That was a weird one. <laughs> that one Instagram model you like. She's blonde. She's got short hair. Oh, Stefania? She's, she's, not, also... she's a real... I mean, she's on Instagram, but she's like a legit model. Okay, that one model you like. Yeah. yeah. A smorgasbord of hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wings. Wings, yeah, wings. very hot wings. Yeah, mm. wings that make you cry and hiccup a little bit. Yes, yep. that's the best. That's when that's when it's the best. I've I've yet to witness this in person, and I'm sad I have not seen it yet. The hiccuping when you like, oh eat yeah, you haven't spicy. seen me hiccup when I eat something too spicy. No, oh man, not like not crazily hiccup. I don't know if that's what happens. Well, it's mostly just like because I don't hiccup like a bunch in a row. I have the the powerful diaphragm pulling hiccups. Like you want to die every time you hiccup. Oh shit, yeah. Just because I those are the kind of hiccups I have too, I, and they're I, awful. I think and it's I hate because them. we both have done like you know band choir things. Oh, like where, sound stuff or like music. Like, learn to breathe the right way yeah. yeah so we all we're just like set to do that now and oh so when we god, breathe you're right it just goes all the way down no matter what oh my god it's such oh. a nightmare look we carry a heavy burden yeah. and i think it's safe to say <laughs> i think it's safe to say that honestly our lives are harder than jesus so um so uh i don't want to hear about it you know what i mean like i just don't want to hear about it or do you think that in travis's food intake there are some loose wires oh uh, oh mm, good point yeah, yeah that's probably See, it why it just, would it only affect them spicy wise though well because it's eroded away oh why yeah that's because yeah, he's thing. a that's replicant a yes. so when you eat something spicy it corrodes a little bit and thims the wires cylon yeah and we I didn't like even to, get I like the to hot one the, of the replicant. Like you've been playing some near or something. <laughs> hey. Um, I wanted to say replicators, but I figured that would just go over everybody. Yeah. I think we have summoned Travis at this point. Oh, absolutely. Oh, right. Travis has been called to us, and we'll do our bidding. He's here. Yeah. And what? by that, I mean the exact opposite of what we asked for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a goddamn minute since he did that. All right, are we ready? I think we're ready. I think it's time. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. This episode is called Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers. No, you gotta see Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers. No, you gotta Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers. No, Travis, you're saying it wrong. I literally can't understand what you're saying. 
It sounds like you're saying post makers, and that doesn't make any sense. But if you sang it with the correct accent, I think I would get it. So try it. Ghost facers. Close enough. <laughs> Travis, this episode is called Ghost Facers. <laughs> What's it about? Sam and Dean are going to find a ghost in a library. Yep. And they're going to be like, oh, that's that's fucking crazy. So what they do is they start a company where they go around and they catch a bunch of ghosts. And then the EPA shuts them down and brings forth the apocalypse. Is this EPA or is this a ghost? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm willing to admit that Ghostfacers is a derivative name. (laughs) <laughs> of another major property that we could mention but won't for the entire podcast <laughs> okay do you not like no I like it just fine we're just not going to say those words don't, don't say it's, it it's a, bad, don't. it's a bad idea don't let's, yeah, let's do let's, it let's, not let's commit it. to this ghost ghost Ah, Travis! <laughs> oh goddamn it! Now, now we have incels busting down our door. Yeah. The so, so 2016 remake is basically why I don't believe feminism exists needed need anymore. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I think most people did, yeah. except for the incels. Yeah. Who will not shut up about it? I think it's really funny that there was so much hubbub about that movie. Yeah, and it, really, and it mostly just passed like a fart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was really just kind of okay. It yeah. was like a fart in the wind. Yep. It was an okay movie that some people saw. Yeah, I'll say it was fun. It was fine. Yeah, but to change topics, I really think there should have been like one of those like not another teen movie, you know those bad movies like yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, Spartans yeah. or anything like that, like you know like Gone with the Wind. I think Fart in the Wind should have been like a parody of like old movies like that. All right, oh, we'll yeah. get those like epic movie guys on the phone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll get them on the Snapchat. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Instagram. That's how people communicate these days. <sighs> Kids these days with their cell phones and their Snapchat and their Pokemon and their artificial insemination. And we've really lost the Dropbox. We've really lost the thread of this. So let's get back to uh, Supernatural. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering what Ghost Facers is actually about. Yeah. Sam and Dean inexplicably encounter the burnt burr while investigating a case that John failed to crack years earlier and became fixtures in their pilot for a reality show called Ghost Facers. Ooh. Sounds exciting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. And we're back. Hey. We've refreshed and we're refueled. Yeah. We're ghost-faced it up. <laughs> yep. We faced those ghosts. Yeah, we did. And we faced the ghost-facers. I'm going to say this. IMDb had the wrong description. Really? They said the monster of the week was a hellhound. Oh. Uh, I was like, I'm sorry, is it not a ghost? I feel like they were playing <laughs> Is that not in the title? Uh, is that why you were confused about what episode we were about to watch? A little bit. Yeah. After well, we I, stopped, I was like, "Oh God, are we about to are we about to watch the wrong episode again?" And I had to double check and make sure we weren't actually doing long distance call. Yeah. Which I am so happy because y'all, 
Ghostfacers is a contender for top episode of the season. It really yeah. is. It's, it's, it's up good. there. Yeah. It's nice and meta. It's very meta. Um... Oh my, okay, can we just, like, go around real quick and list our favorite things about this episode? Uh, Sam and Dean cursing all the time. Yes! yes. <laughs> I was gonna say that, too. Literally, the best thing about this episode is we get to see how much they would curse if they were on HBO. Oh, yeah. Like, if they weren't on the CW, they already curse a lot, but it's yeah. all, like, like damn, bitch, bitch and bitch, damn ass. and hell. Yeah, hell. Well, you have to be able to say hell on a show like Supernatural. <laughs> True. They're not even really using it as a curse word. They're yeah. just saying hell. <laughs> They're just mentioning the place that exists in this universe. Uh, um, but yeah, but that's uh, that's pretty par for the course. I, I imagine that it's like a it it normally airs at what like eight p.m. like kind of a prime yeah time eight seven slot. yeah. So it's more of a mature audience show anyway. Where you yeah. agree, like you can say PG thirteen rules except yeah, you can't yeah. say fuck uh-huh. yeah. not even once only well, once in a movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, swiftly followed like Sam and Dean cursing swiftly followed by Corbett oh uh, yeah the Corbett, best star of the show the best worst thing about this episode yeah, yeah. not like like Corbett's like a good Nickelback song <laughs> The fact that Corbett exists at all is like a good Nickelback song. Yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. Corbett is fine. Yeah. And also, this came out in 2008, much like that one good Nickelback song. <laughs> right? Yep. Wait, what is that song? I don't All right, know. everybody say it. <laughs> say it on three. Uh-huh. One, two... None of them. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now I'm disappointed in all three of us. <laughs> Can't even be nice yeah. for like two seconds. Nope. It's like at the back end of Silver Side Up. I can never remember it. It's actually pretty fun. I don't remember most of I um, only remember the big hits from Silver Side Up, and then I only remember the first two songs from Dark Horse. I didn't and know the album my- names. I'm ashamed of myself that I know the album names. I used to steal uh, records from my sister. Silver Side Up and uh, Drunk Enough to Dance were two of them that I would steal the most. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. D- good. Uh, Dark Horse was their third one, I think. I don't know, man. I have to say, this episode, scarier than most. Scarier yeah. than most, and it's fucking good. It did a really it, good job yeah. of... Like, uh, sure, it was when the trope was starting, uh-huh. but the found footage thing was fantastic. The found footage was really good. Oh, yeah, because um, 2008 was when the like the first paranormal activity was like either happening or right around the corner. Well, and there was found footage before 2008, yeah. well, obviously, yeah. Blair Witch Project being the big, the big one. one. Yeah. But it, it really, like hit a stride in the late 2000s. Yeah. You're right. There was Paranormal Activities, all of them, Cloverfield, yep. uh, Quarantine. Right. Um, there was that one that's about the kids who get telekinetic powers, which isn't even really a horror movie. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it has a C name. I can't remember what it's called, though. But it's actually... Like that's a really good movie, actually. I'm not a fan of found footage. Yeah, it's the it's all the teenagers who get superpowers. Yeah, they, and they get start being dicks about it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's legitimately like okay. really good. Oh, I am number four. No, no it's not I, that I, one. I and then I, I watched a found footage time travel movie. I can't remember what it was about. All right. I mean, I remember what it was about. Can't remember what it was called. I went to see it with Evan one time. Mm. Uh, but it was like these teenagers. This 
this kid's dad had died and this teenager found all of his research in the basement. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he basically finished the time machine that he was making. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Fucked himself up. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in one of the trailers, one of the dudes draws a smiley face on his neck, and while he's drawing it on his neck, it's appearing on his neck. Yeah. Oh uh, shit, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and yeah. they do shit like, you know, winning the lottery and um going to bon- uh, not Bonnaroo, it was set in Chicago, so they went to uh, Lollapalooza. Um, just and fucking then, shit up. Just being yeah, teenagers, they, but then accidentally like writing themselves out of time. Like, that's exactly what happened. Oh, really? Yeah, they accidentally wrote a kid out of time, and then they kept trying to go back and save him and kept fucking it up more and more and more. Yeah. You know not what? A, I not this a happy ending though. in that movie. It's that actually, sounds, it was actually pretty good. That sounds really interesting. One time travel uh, like issue I have, though, is if he's been written out of time, nobody would fucking remember him. Right? That's only, not entirely true. No, it's kind of like Doctor Who rules. You, oh, okay. So if you people, were the do- one doing yeah, the time only travel. Yeah, the people who did, were doing the time travel remember him. Okay. I guess, okay. I yeah. can accept that. Sometimes, though, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, Have I you, mean, time travel's fucking weird. Yeah. Have you seen Looper? Yeah. Uh, Looper's got some of the best time this? travel. Oh, it's fucking great. Do you remember the scene where the dude is being tortured? And he's starting to lose limbs and shit? Yeah. Yeah, that part doesn't really make any sense, but goddamn, it makes for good yeah, movie. Yeah, Looper's like a cool movie that is kind of dumb. Uh, I saw a video. This is going to be the end of this time travel tangent. I saw a video. Can't remember who made it. I wish I could. But basically, they they took track of like the best time travel systems. Uh, number one was Looper. Number two was the Time Turner from Prisoner Ooh. of Azkaban. Mm. Because that is also a very good time travel system. Well, yeah. yeah, like, that makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Because unlike every other time travel movie, it is implied, though not outright stated, that it was always going to happen. Right. Yeah. You kind of have to throw fate in there. Yeah, a little bit. Which makes sense in a magical universe. Mm. And not so much a sci-fi one. Yeah. Unless it's like a sci-fi fantasy type daily yeah. okay what are other things we liked about ghost facers um i'm gonna go ahead and say uh um all the side characters like yeah. i liked maggie and spruce and it was nice to see ed and um harry they, again yeah they were they i actually liked them this episode yeah because I, I feel like that was you know they were supposed to be the unlikable douches when we saw them in season one i didn't like ed until we get to where he tries to snap Corbett out. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, okay, you get to stay. But that really just felt like a last-ditch Hail Mary for you to like him. Yeah. Even though it fucking worked. Because they were they were technically the main characters of this show. Oh, yeah. So this, they were supposed to be likable. This episode is not from the point of view of Sam and Dean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is from the point of view of the Ghost Facers, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why they do the found footage thing. Which is why it like the 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 shtick is is that it opens with Ed and Harry being like we're gonna send this out to record or like TV executives and we want them to know the truth and here's what happened the scariest yeah. hour of television and at first I was like <clears throat> but then I was like oh man they weren't fucking kidding this oh, is yeah. this is goes hard in the paint this is uh, this ain't fucking around I man mean, yeah they sent a bunch of TV executives or they were going to send a bunch of TV executives a fucking snuff film. Yeah! <laughs> By the way, because, uh, can we talk about how fucked up that is? Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Corbett tragically dies. Uh, yeah. It was heart-wrenching. He's taken... Him and Sam are taken by the ghost. The who, most brutal death. Oh, absolutely. Ever. On screen, too. On screen. Close. Close up. That was not how he wanted to be penetrated. 
Oh, God damn it, Ben. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm actually glad my father isn't here tonight. <laughs> I've been waiting like an hour to make that joke. And you know, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it was worth it for me. If this was the highlight of tonight for you, God. Like, what's your life, man? Very simplistic. I wait all week for this. I mean, you're the only one of us that has a girlfriend, and yet... I still pity you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so yeah. Cor- Corbett's death is like on screen. They put it in the cut of the show. It's like recorded from the fucking camera in his goddamn face. Yeah, terrifying so, ghost. Ter- perfect casting yeah. on the ghost because the ghost is this guy. He was a janitor at a hospital, and he was a uh, he was a he was a doomsday prepper. Basically. Yeah, and this is the sixties back when doomsday prepping was not the worst idea. Oh yeah, because we actually <laughs> if, like we actually came very close. Oh, yeah. to uh, to total annihilation. You said sixty four. Sixty four mm-hmm. is when he died. Oh yeah, so that's um, when he was doing his thing. Like yeah, sixty to sixty four, very crazy time for us. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he was a doomsday prepper and then he had a bunker and he brought home dead bodies from his hospital he worked at to, to have a birthday party. Fuck. Also that. Yeah. He got them one piece at a time. We weren't <sighs> sure. Okay, how dare you make that anime? <laughs> we weren't sure if he was like gonna fuck them at first. Because he well, also did taxidermy on the side. Did you see right. that weird ass goddamn grin painted on that one dude's face? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, he so was he fucking them taxidermy these bodies. I have to talk about the fact that Resi 7 was clearly inspired by this. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it is a dilapidated house out in the middle of fucking nowhere with a bunch of like trees and shit. Like, this could have been set in Louisiana. Almost? Yeah. So I, close. Yeah. Did they say where this was set? Up north somewhere. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Like Illinois, Ohio. It's, it's the Morton House, right? Okay. So there have been, so every year, or not every year, every leap year, uh-huh. um, which I guess was. Was that the day he died? I think that was his birthday, actually. Oh. Yeah. I think, I think it was both, actually. I think it was his birthday and the day he died. Nice. So, you know, he t- technically died at the age of, like, 12 or whatever. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. That's not a thing. But it is hilarious to me. Um, so, uh, and his name's Taggart. Yeah. And he, uh, um, st- like... Has a this birthday party room, which is a thing that happens in Resi Seven. Not only is it a thing, oh, yeah. not only is that the thing, but also it involves a cameraman mm-hmm. being kidnapped and forced into a room with a cake where he dies. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the DLC things, that's, right? That's no, that a, was in the main game. That was in the main game. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. That's a yeah. thing in the main game where you like, and, and the cameraman has a C name where you play a cameraman for a little bit. Clancy is his name. Clancy, yeah. um, and you have to like cut him down also uh terrifying old-timey bald hillbilly Mm -hmm. which is very reminiscent of the dad in that game yeah like obviously Razzy said it didn't come out until very recently i'm saying that there was some inspiration going on (laughs) damn right mr whoever whoever developed that game shinji mikami shinji mikami you you answer our question shinji mr akami what was the dad's name in razzy seven uh 
Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah. Look, uh, the point is, is that Resi Seven is the most terrifying game I've ever watched somebody play in my life. <laughs> yeah, so I'm the getting watch play that. Yeah, yeah. So getting flashbacks to that, I think added just added to the like it was perfect. Oh yeah. And then there nope. were the the taxidermy bodies around the table, and mm-hmm. one of them was like smiling super. Oh yeah. It was upsetting. Well, see, and that's actually a thing with uh, taxidermy, is that. When you make a taxidermy animal, you're basically recreating a very generic version of that animal. Really? Because, like, say, poor Steven. No, my... F- no, Say Steven. poor Steven passed. Uh-huh. And you wanted to taxidermy his body so he, his, he could live on forever. How dare you? On your bedside table. Okay. The taxidermy person could do it. However, they could not... They wouldn't be able to replicate all of like the intricacies of Steven's face, right? And, and and you know how he holds his head and stuff like that, because there's there's only so much detail you can put in a taxidermy because of the nature of it. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why it's basic. So Taggart literally had to recreate the smile on that guy's face. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not like gonna he say, did that to us. I'm not yeah. going to say it's impossible to taxidermy a human. I'm just saying you wouldn't be able. It would be. Probably the most unsettling... It is the most unsettling thing in existence to taxidermy someone because you can't... You can't recreate their face to the T of what they were actually like. Have you seen taxidermy animals look fucking freaky a lot of the time? Oh, yeah. I do have a couple of quick corrections. Uh Uh-huh. Jack Baker is the patriarch from uh, Resi 7. Ah, Jack. Good old Jack. What a swell guy. Let me see. And... Where the goddamn development think of? Oh, uh, Koshi Nakanashi. Koshi Nakanashi was the director of Resi Seven. Well, Mister Nakanashi, we got we got your number. You we clearly should... watched Supernatural, the anime. That's racist. You clearly what? have seen Supernatural, <laughs> the show. I don't know his Twitter handle, but we need to tweet at him. We need to ask him. We need ask to figure him. it out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll be a sweary situation where he's like, I've never never seen Twin Peaks. (laughs) (laughs) Really sweary. Guy who made the most Twin Peaks game of all time. Okay. Um, There has to be a way for us to do that for Ledge, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, And then... um, uh, so yeah, this entire scene, that entire scene in the birthday party. Oh yeah. Oh, because it's my it's my party. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want yeah. to. And then like everybody's tied to the chairs, mm-hmm. and that's where we see Corbett die again. Yeah. The most hardcore death. Like a ice pick through the throat. Just, no, I yeah. think it was like a railroad spike, wasn't it? Because that was thick. No, it, no, it was thinner than a railroad spike. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that thick. Um, also, I got some uh, Ed Gein feels from uh, Tagger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole taxidermying your victims and like messing around with them like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole like dude out alone in the woods, and Sam even says he has like an obsession with like he's he's lonely in the sense of like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm too in love with my mother, lonely or right, something yeah. like that. I don't think he said Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, he he said. Um... He made a reference to the Hitchcock movie. Psycho. Oh, uh, oh, Psycho, Psycho Norman yeah. Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who, who Ed Gein is based, or who is based off of Ed Gein. Uh-huh. Um, so, a serial killer from the Northern States, <laughs> who honestly didn't kill that many people. Yeah. But has inspired um, Norman Bates, Leatherface. 
he iconic was, stuff. Yeah, iconic stuff. Yeah. So, uh, who, you know, killed because he was lonely. He killed women. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Tiger yeah. doesn't give a shit. But the, the guy who they cast... It was mainly, looked a lot like him. It was mainly dudes that Taggart was collecting. It was, was two it? dudes. No, it was all dudes. No, it was uh, the dude got shot up, the train, then okay, those other two dudes that were sitting yeah, there. Yeah, there were other two bodies, echoes. but they were even oh, yeah. more decomposed. Yeah, but they had I, only seen three echoes, which was a guy who got shot, yeah. a guy who hung himself or suicide, and then yeah. a guy who got hit by a train. That's I something cool that they introduced this episode, the, the idea of, of death echoes. I think they had talked about that before, I right? think they've talked about it, but I don't think we've or, seen it. Or, no. We'd either seen a death echo, or we've mentioned a death echo before. Mm. Either we, We've we either seen the action without the name, or heard the name without the action. Yeah. I'm I'm fairly certain. Yeah. But we've never seen how to get rid of a death echo. Right. And but, we got to see that today. Yeah. All right, moving past that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was really cool. That the, the ghost faces really seem to have, like, established themselves a Grown lot up. more. Yeah. 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 Because they had, like, they had all this equipment, and they were able to, like, set it up in the house. And it was and accurate. The EMFs band. worked. Oh, yeah. 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 It, like, I, I mean... Um, every time a ghost or an echo would start appearing up, yeah. it was um, like the EMF would start. Bumping. Yeah, g- yeah, getting weird in the technology. That was the kind yeah. of I think that they did a really good job in building tension. And the way they were able to do that was one having the normies, aka not Sam and Dean, be like, "Oh, it's coming! It's gonna! It is a big one coming up! It's a, it's a ten point nine! It's an yeah. eleven! Yeah." Um, but then also the cameras would, uh, you know, mess up mm-hmm. and you knew something was going to come, but you didn't know where it was coming yeah, you from. you started seeing the static or the video tear. Yeah. And because the point of view is literally so narrow, mm-hmm. it, could, it, it can be behind them yeah. or to the side. <sighs> so good. Very also, good. I'm going to say this. As far as reality TV shows about ghost hunters... They did a good fucking job. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. This is much like, better than we, some of the other ones I've seen. We said this several times throughout the episode. All three of us would probably watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> I would absolutely watch the show watch to make fun of, of them. But I would watch I it. I would watch an episode of Ghost Facers as long as it wasn't a fucking snuff film. Yeah, as long as somebody didn't actually die, guys. That was the other great thing is at the end. So they do like the opening and closing thing where they're like in these comfy chairs explaining what was going on. And then in the end, they're like... You know, rest in peace, Corbett. Yeah, and and I was like, you know, why did they have to include that footage? And Sam says the same thing. The episode ends with the ghost faces showing the episode to Sam and Dean. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Sam is like, well. Way to exploit your friend's death for profit. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> way to way to make something heartwarming while also exploiting your friend's death profit. Yeah. And then Dean goes, Yeah, that's a tight rope to walk. <laughs> <laughs> As Spruce just sits back drinking a beer. Uh, yeah. What a dick, Spruce. Yeah. Um uh so um Corbett was gay. Yes, he was. Yeah. He is the second named gay character. And the second to die in the same episode that they are introduced. Yep. I know this trend doesn't... Look, don't send me letters. I I know this trend... Don't tweet at me. I know this trend doesn't last forever. I know who's coming. And guys, I'm so fucking excited. But we have to wade through seasons and seasons of of, of places that there are no gays. For like... What's a lesbian? Who knows? For non-white... 
non-male characters. It's a lot like the Shawshank Redemption, hmm. where you're just crawling through that pipe. And then you get at the end of the sun shining. Yeah. And you do that, you know, the... Uh, uh, yeah. Or like, you know, that one uh, in V for Vendetta where Evie gets released from the prison. She goes out in the balcony and it's raining and she just feels it like touch her skin for the first... Like, yeah. that's going to yeah. be like black characters who aren't evil and don't die immediately. <laughs> and like gay characters that exist yeah. and women that don't suck. That's going to be what that is on your skin. Nice. Just kidding. Not all women. Not all the women suck in that show. Um, so Corbett's gay, and they kill him immediately. He is the first and only to die. Um, and definitely uh, fantastic. Like, he's great. Oh, yeah, he was great. He's in love with Ed, which mm-hmm. is why he was doing this, which is kind of annoying. Like, yeah. Um, well, no, I think he's, he said something about being into ghosts a little bit. It was like, where did ghosts come ghosts? from? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was like, yeah, that's not into ghosts. That's yeah. like, I have this guy I want to bang. I will say, does Corbett pass the sexy lamp test? Oof, mm. that's a good question. I don't think so. No, he doesn't. It's, Ed yeah. passed the sexy lamp, the sexy lamp test because of Corbett. Yes. Not that he's sexy, but yeah. I mean, he looks fine. He's a handsome man. Um, is, I'm not going to get into it, but like, yeah, because Corbett is the person who winds up getting rid of the ghost. Like yeah. Corbett ghosts, he like goes ghost himself and is able to take down Taggart. Yes, mm. but that's not why that happens. It happens to give Ed a moment. Yeah. Right. He is essentially a baton. He is treated mm. the way most women are treated in, in, in uh, movies and television. Gotcha. Which is, he exists for another character, to, res- to revolve around another character, and to sort of, like, explore some first facet of their personality. So, does he pass the sexy lamp test? I'm going to say... Not really. Mm. I'd, yeah, it's kind of like a half pass. Yeah. yeah. He's not, look, he's not the worst gay character that TV has ever made. Yeah. Or movies. And he's certainly not, like, an unenjoyable character. He's eager. He's interested in what they're doing. I enjoyed that little scene at the end with Ed and Corbett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of also, like, if you think about it, like, this guy follows around a team of ghost hunters heavy scare scare quotes yeah a team of ghost hunters who kind of maybe have an idea for a television show um when he's not even really interested in it and he just kind of wants to you know is just kind of in love with this dude like that's kind of pathetic yeah a little bit it's pathetic in a stretch but that being said crazier things have happened in real life sure that's true. true uh it's just also like this is every narrative we got yeah. mm-hmm. like by women and like trans women or men and like those people don't exist right lesbians barely existed at this point like glee wasn't out yet yeah, that's a big thing to think about right? 2008 yeah, right yeah. so even even glee with its torrential downpour of gays that happened in the second season yeah. hasn't happened yet right the, the change was just starting to turn just barely mm-hmm. so at this point queer characters in television were nearly always gay men and usually were either like like word of word of gay gay you know what i mean like yeah, they were gay, but they didn't really 
like have boyfriends or ki- if they did have boyfriends, they didn't really kiss them or yeah. seem to have sex with them. They were basically like it was just like the characters would say that person was gay, so they were gay. Exactly, and they acted in a stereotypically like sassy gay friend sort of way. You didn't even not even close. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, uh, the um the thing about this is that uh like. Corbett, I think in 2008, we were getting around to a point where gay characters could be shown to, like, have sexuality on TV, Mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of being, like, the neutered characters they were in the past. Yeah. I think there was a... I mean, Will and Grace had been out. Mm -hmm. But Will and Jack are both kind of, like... Like, I think Will has a couple of boyfriends Mm -hmm. but he's never really like shown to be sexual or like have not like sexual i'm not saying of course they didn't show you know will raw dogging some dude (laughs) in like this nbc sitcom from the 90s but like (laughs) um the like uh grace is sexual in a way where there's a lot of touching and like kissing and talking about it and i don't think will's on that same level Like, it's a joke, but it's not there. Uh, yeah. 2008, first season of RuPaul's Drag Race. That was in 2009, bud. What? Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah, bitch. Damn it. No, I could have sworn it was 2008. When did Modern Family come out? They just had season 10. Yeah, so that would be about... Modern Family came out in, like, 2010? Mm, maybe. I did start when I was in high school. It came out in 2009. Ah. Uh, like I said, the change was st- just starting to turn. Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. And even in Modern Family, I remember there being an episode. So, like, in the first season, Cam and Mitchell never really, like, touched oh, or, God, no. d- or had sexuality at all. And they mm-hmm. actually wrote in a, an episode to address this, ah. which is Mitchell is afraid of being, like, touched in public or something but it's to address criticism of the fact that they don't show their queer characters i think being in uh like house affectionate in house olivia wilde's character was bisexual yeah yeah they kind of played that as uh she's a slut yeah that's how they handled that yeah so still not great uh, Grey's Anatomy, I know there's a bi character, mm-hmm. and I, uh, by all I, I can't watch Grey's Anatomy to save my fucking life. But um, by all accounts, she's a good character, so yeah. that's cool. I don't know when that was introduced. I'm saying around this time, the norm was not right. Yeah. Was not like good queer characters, and I don't think Corbett's a good character. I think he's likable, and again, I do like that moment with Ed in the end. Yeah, even though that's totally about Ed. Can I say this? Another thing that annoyed me about this episode? What's that? Um. So Harry and Maggie. Maggie is Ed's adopted sister. Yeah. Harry and Maggie, like, kiss because they're afraid. Yeah. And they're like, we need some touch. The whole moment gets, like, the whole, you know, like, we're both terrified. And And that translates to adrenaline and and sex. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, which is like fine, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. But then Ed sees them and like gets into a fight with Harry about it. Yeah. Um, I have always never understood that trope. So there's a thing about, especially if you're an older sibling, like wanting to protect 
your um, like younger sibling, especially if they're your sister. The reason why that trope annoys me so much, other than like misogyny or whatever, <laughs> uh, is because if my best friend, who obviously I am friends with because they are a good person, wanted to date and marry my sibling, I would be all for it yeah. because then we would be related. Yeah. You hear me, Devin? Well, this. You hear me, Drake <laughs> or Mallory? Oh my God. You hear? No, I'm just kidding. That would never happen. But like, um, but so think about it this way: we we literally just earlier we were talking about people who are like friends, siblings on paper, or friends on paper, but then they actually just like fight all the time. Yeah, I think it's one of those situations. Okay. And again, this is they're all pumped up on adrenaline. They all had fight or flight moments, and this was Ed's fight moment. Yeah. But to go back to the start of the episode, it didn't really seem like he gave a fuck about Maggie. Yeah, because he it specifically was like, Maggie's adopted. You know what? I think I know why that's there. And to, I think it was to avoid letters. Because Maggie is Asian. Asian. Yeah. So I think they wanted to be like, because look. People are fucking idiots, but like to feel like they're smarter than everyone else. Yeah. We're, you're sitting in the room with one right now. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. I'm right here. Yeah, but <laughs> so, it would have made more sense that if like Maggie was just a friend of theirs and they were fighting over her because they were both into her, that would have made sense for 2008. Yeah, yeah. that would have made sense. I mean, I don't know, have a problem with the fact that Maggie is Ed's adopted sister. I just... I know. No, I know that they addressed that because they didn't want letters from all these assholes being like, how can they be siblings if they're different races? Yeah, First of all, half-siblings exist. Yeah, like, TV fuck's fans sake. are like that. Yeah. The biggest plot hole Supernatural has ever had. Mm -hmm. That one time that Ed had an Asian sister despite the fact that he is clearly white. I am so smart. Give me an award. <laughs> like, it's fucking that. I guarantee it. Yeah, well... Or they just wanted to make Ed seem like an even bigger asshole. Yeah. Well, I think it was supposed to be kind of a character development moment where yeah. at the beginning he's like, oh, that's my adopted sister. And then the beginning and at the end he's like, hey, that's my fucking sister. Mm -hmm. When you go through something, there are things in life that you go through them and you can't help but being best friends. Yeah. Facing down a murderous ghost is one of them. Absolutely. Um... Funniest moments in the episode? This episode had quite a few. Yeah. Uh, basically, the whole... I liked how they had the fake Ghost Faces credits in place of the real... Like, where the real credits normally are. They freeze yeah. frame on Corbett's dead face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go to a commercial. <laughs> to go yeah. to a commercial. Oh, God. Yeah, that was Which is good. the perfect place for that commercial in the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they lined it up all the same. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Like, it makes sense. But when you consider it in-universe of these are people editing a video to send to somebody yeah. to get jobs, it's horrific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On Corbett's lifeless, still warm body. Yeah. Yikes. Jesus. You want to know something kind of depressing? What's that? Do you think they salted and burned the bodies of all the like people that he had, that Taggart had taxidermied? I hope so. Me too. Otherwise, yeah. their souls would be trapped there forever and ever. And ever. Y'all, Death Echoes would have been a really good thing to do a Freak of the Week on. I did not do that uh. so didn't research it but now i'm wondering is it a thing in like you know our culture that death echoes are the literal souls um 
<clears throat> That's a good question. Because I've seen them not be the literal souls, just actually impressions. Yeah, where it's literally like, well, because like Sam was explaining, this is where this person died. Mm-hmm. So this is where the ghost hangs out and they just. But they don't know death. they're a ghost. The, the episode Roadkill. That whole episode is just a death yeah. echo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Like, that's what I was thinking of when I said we'd seen it before. Yeah. The whole thing where every year or whatever, mm-hmm. on this night, these two ghosts come back because one of them doesn't realize they're a ghost. Yeah. To do their thing every time. Taggart is another um, very powerful, like, ectoplasmy ghost. Yeah. We didn't see any ectoplasm, but unlike other ghosts in the show, he could move, he could touch people, move them around. He had a much more solid physical yeah, form. There's like ghost power levels. Yeah. Like unspoken ghost He was power at 10.9. Well, the ghost facers, at, yeah, the ghost facers threw out a bunch of numbers, which I know don't mean jack shit in real life. Yeah. But they're like, oh, it's a, it, it's a, it's a point four specter. It's yeah. A, it's a full on, it's a, it's a, an 11. The EMF is 11 or whatever. And um, I feel like they kept saying the EMF is past 11. Yeah. As like a spinal tap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had to have been. Oh, yeah. Okay. Funniest moment. Sass Master Sam. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Um, so three fantastic Sass Master Sam moments. Uh, let's do the Morton House, Sam. It'll be like our Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to Illinois. Have a few laughs. Yeah. <laughs> How to survive an atom bomb. Hmm. Optimist. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, then we've already mentioned the last one, yeah. which is you found a way to uh, honor your friend's death and also exploit it for profit at the same time. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> In amazing. Um, we're two months out from a doomsday. Yeah. Which is Dean dying. Kicking. Which Go. Spruce and him get some time alone because Sam goes missing. He oh, gets, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the second person to be kidnapped and uh, taken to the bunker. Yeah. And, and Spruce, I guess, overheard Dean saying something about him having two months left. Yeah. And he's like, is it cancer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Dean's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I also really liked when Dean and Spruce were trying to get into the bunker. Dean moves this huge metal bookshelf that's on a hinge, and Spruce goes, Wow, you're really strong. And <laughs> Dean is just like, Fuck you, guy. Bird. Are yeah. you not allowed to flip the bird in like primetime television? Not in 2008. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Honestly, I'm not sure if you still can. No, I, I don't think, think so. Can. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can't either. on like the likes of Netflix and shit because you know. Well, yeah, because yeah. Netflix is basically the wild west of television production <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you, you can want. say fuck as many times as you want. Absolutely, you can show as many titties as you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tits for days. Um, other funny moments. Uh, anytime the Ghostbusters did anything other than like Corbett dying and then the last scene with Corbett. Yeah. When uh, Harry and Maggie go into that room and Harry just runs. He's like, oh God, yeah, is that yeah, a spectral thing? thing? And there's rat. just a goddamn dead rat on the floor. Yeah. I just don't like rats. That is absolutely a reference to how most of those spooky ghost shows go. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. ghosts don't exist in their universe. And if they did, uh, they wouldn't be finding them. But, um, so it's literally like, like a pin drops and they're like did you guys hear that was that a ghost 
oh my god, guys, we gotta get out of here. And then there's they're, ectoplasm you know, on the walls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like shit because they're in an old mental asylum yeah. and like the, the patients spread shit on the walls and they couldn't get the stains out. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also liked when they were they were like debriefing for their mission. Yeah. And they had the whiteboard up. And then all of a sudden everything starts to fall over and it's because yes. the garage door is opening. <laughs> it's like, Dad, I told you we were using the garage. I love um, that. That's, that was, a, that's a nice, like, teenagers having band practice. I, I, it reminds me of a Kyle Kinane bit, how he wanted to be, like, in a punk rock band and fuck the system, but his mom kept making him snacks. you <laughs> <laughs> it for your friends. We can only practice till nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, we find out that Ed still lives with his dad and mm-hmm. possibly Maggie. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked how Maggie was, like, down... Like, because you expect, like, the girl and the sister in these situations to be like, uh, these, uh, yeah, yeah, these nerds. But he, she was, like, into it. She was pretty into it. I mean, she had her little moment where she was like, oh, yeah, Ed and Harry met at, like, computer camp or something and uh, fell in love. It was like, fell in love at first First geek. geek. Yeah. Yeah. Calling your sibling a nerd, that's par for the fucking course. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, she was still, like, totally down to being Ghostface. Yeah, she was, like, into it. Mm -hmm. Like, and she never had a moment. Usually I expect the girl and the sister in these shows to be like, ghosts don't fucking exist. Yeah. I'm doing this because my annoying brother won't shut the fuck up about it. But she never had a moment where she was, like, like that. She, She was like here for that and I really appreciated that Maggie I feel like I I don't think it was ever said but I feel like Maggie was kind of one of the equipment people Mm. like I think she was into the cameras and all that kind of stuff she she had a moment with Dane where she was like shooting him yeah and he's like just like viewing this make you feel better about all of this and she's like watching it through a camera make you feel better and she's like uh uh yeah actually yeah yeah (laughs) um I'm sure it does because it would make you disassociate from what was happening. Absolutely. And she clearly cares about Corbett a lot because she goes off on her own after Corbett has gone missing. Oh, yeah. Which was also terrifying because he's being dragged through the house and mm-hmm. screaming the entire time. After Corbett goes missing, she goes to like look for him on her own after everybody else is like, we've got to stay in the office. We we have to stay here. Like, Don't leave. Yeah. we got to stay together. Yada, yada, yada. So, uh, oh, and also the moment with the salt. Yeah, Sam, Sam and Dean get separated from Ed, Harry, and Maggie. And Dean is like, "Go f- get the salt out of my duffel bag, and then make a ring of salt, and then get in it." And Ed is like, "In your get in your duffel bag?" Yes. <laughs> no, in the salt. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Goddamn. And Dean. That was good. Uh, said fucking in that yeah. moment. <laughs> he was allowed this one episode. Yep. Let Dean say fuck. Let Dean say fuck. Twenty eighteen. Hashtag Let Dean say fuck. Just one time. Just one hey, time. Hey, the CW, are you listening? The last episode of Supernatural. Yes. Both Sam and Dean get to say fuck. Once. <laughs> and Cass. He deserves oh, it. Yeah. You don't know yet, but he does. It's the three of them, and it pans behind them, and we see this giant explosion as the universe falls apart at their feet. Yes. In unison, they say, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> That'd um, be great. The only acceptable way for Supernatural to end. Yep. Yeah. Um... This is the best guest episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd definitely say it's so. It's up there. First of all, the ghost isn't a fucking pansy. Second mm-hmm. of all, it's actually ghosts. Yeah, ghostesses. Ghostesses. Yeah, but it's really only Taggart. 
Yeah, I mean, he's definitely the ghost to, to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, voted most likely to <laughs> murder a lot of people. Or steal dead bodies, at least. Yeah, he, um, he wasn't a murderer. No, he wasn't. He, was he only committed suicide. But then his ghost became a murderer. But, like, yeah. you can't really blame a ghost for becoming a murderer. That's yeah. just, like, how it goes. Well, because like, the, the ghost only wanted to taxidermy Corbett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta be dead to taxidermy. Sure. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, he can't leave to go find his own corpses. Yeah. I bet even in the 40s or 30s, whenever he went to high school, he was voted most likely to dabble in necrophilia. (laughs) Oh, okay. You know what? We almost said he did nothing wrong. He did several things wrong. Yeah, Yeah. those those corpses, he did them wrong. Yeah. I mean, and it's so fucked up to even steal a corpse. Like Sam and Dean. Sam, uh. Dean. <laughs> they steal corpses to stop the ghost from killing people. I know. I didn't say it wasn't justified. Still bad. Still bad. Yeah. Still bad, but... Grave desecration. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Last scene with Corbin. So his echo is in the house. Mm-hmm. Also moves... Sorry, I don't know that one. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. So he moves up to the floor that uh, Maggie, Harry, and Ed are kind of huddling around in a a salt circle. Mm -hmm. And Ed, like, everybody's like, no, Corbett, because he's literally getting stabbed through the throat over and over again. Oh, yeah. And Ed's like, got to break him out of this. This is the moment where I was like, all right, Ed. Mm -hmm. And Harry's like, I know how you can do it. He was, you know into you (laughs) you gotta go be gay for that ghost for that intern honestly best line of the whole episode you gotta go be gay for that ghost false what the best line of the whole episode is even gay love can pierce the veil of death and save the day you're right you're right (laughs) or gay love can pierce through the veil it's something i don't even know if the even is at the beginning it's gonna be the name of the episode <laughs> Gay love can pierce the veil. Gotcha. Through the yeah. veil of death and save the day. <laughs> uh, delivered by Ed at the yeah. end when they're doing a little episode wrap up. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, um, so Harry or Ed goes up and is like, All right, I love you, man. You mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't work. Oh, it did work. Not at first. No, no, no. Well, that yeah. was before he knew that yeah. Corbett wanted to, you know. Yeah. Go to Pound Town? Be with him. Which is how they refer to it as. They never say, like, Corbett was in love with him. They're just like. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be with you. He well, wants to yeah. get it, man. Get it, man. Mm. I, I, I Honestly, I take that. The, my crew, he wants to be with you. Wink, wonk, wink, yeah. wonk, yeah. wink, wink. I really think they just, I think Corbett just wanted to snuggle for a while, to be thoroughly honest with you. Mm, That's ace gay man. Yeah. Um. Also, at the beginning of the episode, I'm not going to lie, I had a huge problem with the fact that Corbett is the worst at flirting, but honestly, true to form. Yeah. yeah. True to form. Is course. anyone good at flirting? Yes. Oh, no. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, You'll know when you experience it for the first time. I was yeah. trying to have a moment of validation. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, uh, you know, baby gays aren't. Mm. Oh, maybe yeah. they are. I was making a joke. It's fine. Um, no, you're right, though. I have seen baby gays flirt. Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking disaster. Basically the same as me flirting. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh Bisexuals aren't good at flirting at either. I'm in either gender. Yeah. In 
any of the genders that they choose. See, okay, here's my... I'm going to flirt with the audience. Are you ready? Okay. So what do you think of ghosts? <laughs> Fun fact, you'd be surprised to know... I get a lot of responses. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's an icebreaker. It it's a, a line, conversation. but it, it works. Yeah. Um, uh, so Ed is like, I love you. You mean a lot to me, and we really need your help right now. Sam and Dean and Spruce are down in the basement fighting Tagger. Yeah. And Corbett goes ghost. He's going ghost. <laughs> he went full ghost. And he yeah. fucking, he fucks Tagger up mm-hmm. and yeah. d- disappears him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, unfortunately, I think that means that Corbett got disappeared as well. God, yeah. I mm-hmm. actually was thinking about that. Does he consign himself into oblivion? I think that's I think that's what happened. That's that's how I interpreted that situation. Yeah, I think he did. Is you know Corbett what? sacrificed himself to, to, save, destroy. to destroy Taggart yeah. to save the team. You know, maybe they're in oblivion together. Just playing cards. Sing it, it's my party, I can cry if I want to. Yeah. That's even more depressing. Yeah. Honestly, I'd rather they just have no like consciousness than be than for Taggart to get what he wanted, which is somebody to be with him forever. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. honestly I, I wanna talk about the song choice mm. for It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To. Great song. Yeah. For a very like creepy, tense situation. Yep. Um, it kind of felt like it was playing wrong too. I think it was a little bit. I think it kept like it was looping. It kept stopping. Like there, it was a record scratch, and then it would start over again. It felt like it was either playing too a little too slow. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Like it felt a little like off. Like the sound was off. Yeah. Uh, but I love that as like super a super tense situation song because yeah. I, I think of. I've definitely told y'all. I've told Ari about this before for sure. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. Uh, there is this play called The Gamma Ray Effects on the Man in the Moon Marigolds. Yep. And it is about an extremely dysfunctional family yep. of women. And uh, the mom of the family is basically, she's like shut in. Mm. And there's a point where she's basically having like a mental breakdown. And on, on the set, in the uh, production I was a part of, on the set, all the... Um, Windows were new, were covered in newspaper. So she has this point where she's like breaking down, and she's like tearing all all the newspaper off the wall and everything like that. And the uh, the techie team, we decided to play. There was a radio on set, and she turns on the radio, and we decided to play. It's my party, and I'll cry if I, if I want to. And the scene, like the scene, takes up most of the song. So it was like a three minute like scene where nothing is happening except for that song is playing, and she's tearing newspaper off the wall. It was so incredible. Fuck yeah! And then I want to say it was either the last show or the second to last show. The CD player we had stopped working, so she went to do the radio, and it, the song didn't turn on, and she kept. Like, as an actor, thinking on her feet, she kept, like, trying to do it, and then she, like, hit it, and then, like, threw it on the floor, and did the scene in silence, which made it even more terrifying. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. I love that play. Adam. Adam, what a beautiful word. (laughs) 
That's the last line. Do yourself a favor and go read the play. Yeah, it's really Man good. Man of the Moon Marigold. The reason why incredible. you told me about that is because I was there. Yeah, that was one of our ships passing in the night ships moments. passing in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we have talked about it on the podcast before. We have talked about our ships passing yeah, in the night moments. We've at least mentioned it before. I don't know if I've told that I, specific story. In that detail, maybe not. Yeah. yeah, but I, that is, every time I hear that song, I think of that play and I think of that moment. And I'm just, oh, I get shy. Yeah, I got goosebumps starting, baby. And it, it was perfectly used in this episode. The moment when Dean hears it through the wall and like figures out how to move the like to move the cabinet, mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, yeah, just really, really good. Especially because the only other use I've seen of that song is in the movie Problem Child. <laughs> oh Jesus! Where Christ. the kid? So you know the movie Problem Child. Yeah. No, Starring I don't actually. John Ritter, right? Yeah, there's like two parents and they can't conceive, so they decide to adopt a kid. And it's, like, too expensive for them to adopt a baby, so they get this five-year-old. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's the, it's the classic, like, ooh, look at the weird orphan adopted kid Anna Green Gables situation. Sure. Except this kid is a shithead. And they throw a birthday party for him, and he just fucks everything up. It's basically a montage of him. F- I can't remember if it was his birthday party or someone else's. It was but he ba- else's. Yeah, so he basically fucks up this birthday party while that song is playing. Okay. Yeah. Great message. <laughs> is it a drama? No, it's it's supposed to be a comedy. Oh, is it a good movie? No. Okay. Gilbert uh... Gottfried is in it. What? He's he's in it as like the the head of the orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's worth watching. He's the, if... he, Gilbert Gottfried is the person that convinces the couple to adopt a five year old. Yeah. Wow, four percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, and if you want to watch a bad movie, watch it. I feel like it was just I had we had that movie, oh, and they made sequels. Yeah, there, there's like four or five of them. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that was one of those movies where I think we just picked it up at a gas station because my family would go to Texas all the time for holidays, and so we had this rig where basically we had this tiny little. I want to say it was like a ten inch. CRT TV with with a built-in VCR player, mm-hmm. and we would set it. <laughs> it would be my parents in the front two seats, my sister and I in the back seats, and then we would set the <laughs> TV on top of the center console, <laughs> strap it down with bungee cords, and watch movies. <laughs> that's that's amazing. That's awesome. It was Texas is nuts. a long drive, okay? Yeah, you, you gotta know. get something for your yeah. fucking kids. And that TV broke <laughs> on, <laughs> on one of those trips. Oh, Jesus Because my parents had to break real fast, and the TV slid forward, and I saw the like crack of the light inside of the TV, oh and I was like, God. TV's broken. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What year was this? Oh, God, this was like... Before DVD players and cars were a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It it was like early 2000s. Shit. I want to say like 2003, 2004. Yeah. My parents were always extremely lucky because I... And we had been doing that. Like my parents did that for me when I moved over. When we moved over to here. Yeah. So they, they strapped it in and put me in front of it. Which was probably very dangerous. That's a bad idea. Yeah. And, uh, I probably wasn't in front of it. But they put it in. They played Barney the whole fucking way to Alabama. Oh, I would oh. kill my yeah. kill my child. Yeah. Uh, that's how we tortured Iraqis. Like, I, I, that's how we tortured people in the air. Like, I, yeah. don't, I can't finish the sentence. I'm sorry. But uh, what were you saying? 
I said, my parents are extremely lucky because I was a reader and I was one of those few people who don't get car sick mm, when yeah. I look See, at something for a long time in the car. I, if I'm not driving, I absolutely get car sick. Oh, yeah. Even I if don't. I'm not, if, even if I'm looking out the window. Yep, I've, I don't. That's why I offer um, to drive everywhere. Ah, nice. Good I, to know. I've never been car sick and I've never, I've known a couple of people that'll happen to. Yeah. Yeah. It's always weird to me. I've yeah. never been car sick and I love to read. So I literally just spent the entire fucking, like all of my trips, I would just spend reading. So. I would either read or play Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can only do those for a very short amount of time before I had to put it down. Well, you suck. So, mm-hmm. how about that? All right. I think we've pretty much wrapped up this episode. There's... I think so. I did do some Googling. Ooh. Oh, tell me about it. Let's see here. Inspiration for the lore. Mm. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Hit me. It's pretty groundbreaking. All right. There isn't any. <laughs> really? The lore of what? Death Echoes? <laughs> there isn't any. This comes from fansided.com. There isn't really anything about death echoes and it's possible that this idea mostly came from ghost stories or was an adaption of the ghost loop molly found herself in during the second season right there is the idea that ghosts can become trapped in what happened to them running up in the moments of their death like and also the magicians used it in their show Uh uh-huh but yeah Honestly, from Googling around, I didn't see much of anything. Well, I mean, I I feel like that concept just comes out of general ghost folklore. Okay, so here's... someone, someone's death being repeated over and over. Here's what I see when I look up death echo history. Hmm. Echo, a.k.a. the Greek uh, character. Oh, uh, Alexa, Echo, stop. Um, A book. Couple more pages for the book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book on Goodreads. Uh, another version of the that one character in the Narcissus Narcissus myth. Mm-hmm. I almost said Narcissa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, NPR article on a murder case in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Huffington Post article on uh, indigenous deaths. Uh, that word through Canada's history of injustice and uh, just a bunch of different ways to use that word. So you you might be right. Yeah. See, I changed, I have an Amazon Alexa and I changed the wake word from Alexa to Echo because there was a lot of Alexa memes going around and I didn't want, like, people kept talking about Alexa on YouTube videos. I didn't want her to keep waking up and now she's been awake for most of this episode. Yep. What are the options to change her name to? There is Alexa, Echo, Computer, Computer, and Amazon. And we say the rest of those too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, computer would be my first choice because of Star Trek, but... Yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah, there are too many computers in this room. So. Obviously, there's this is not a Sega Genesis household. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this episode is fantastic. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait for the shit to start. It's going to hit the fan. Yeah. As you know... Well, the, yeah, the I'm whole, pretty sure the next three episodes, again, we get that whole, like, the whole, here's had, the high. Yeah, we had our fun romp, and yeah. now we're ready for the shit. Yep. Yeah. Because, uh, okay. where do you rank this in the ghost episodes? This other episode? than best. Yeah. 
I already said it. Uh, top five. I'm an idiot. Yeah, top three, top five. <laughs> yeah, definitely in my top. Okay. Yeah. I mentioned that before. Yeah, because for I was me, reaching. Roadkill is still up there. Yeah. Roadkill is really good. All right. Yeah. Uh, the next three episodes. <laughs> Not... Uh, laughs a minute, guys. Yeah. Uh, you might be shocked to hear coming up on the season finale where Dean may or may not die. Not exactly uh, gonna be a chuckle buster. Yeah. It's not Question. Gonna be a cake yeah. Do you think Dean's gonna escape? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like, do you think he's gonna go to hell? No. Okay. Well, that's the Travis update. (laughs) Next episode is Long Distance Call. Long Distance Call. What's it about? I love this episode. Sam and Dean are going to be walking down the street. Yep. And uh, suddenly, a payphone. If if you youngins don't know what a payphone is, there used to be phones all over the place. Because we didn't have cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't even do that back in the day, yeah. Whippersnapper. You had to, you had to, you had to collect the coins from your coin yeah, purse. Yeah, you had yeah, to put you know in it, a few bottle caps. Yep, coins are what we call metal p. Okay, I'll stop. But so they're walking down the street, and a, and a payphone starts to ring, and Dean is like, "You get it," and then Sam is like, "No, you get it," and then Dean is like, "No, you get it." So Sam goes and gets it, and he picks up the phone, and it says, "What the?" <laughs> I was gonna say that situation, except Sam hears the voice of Adam Levine on the other side. <laughs> what? Singing, I'm at a payphone trying to. My other options were gonna be, you will die in seven days. Uh, that was a also good. One. And uh, just the boo boo do do do. Yeah. I was really hoping it was gonna be like a Fight Club reference. Oh. Oh, well, and then the other option was um, uh, a Matrix reference. Yeah, I thought you were yeah, going to do that. Yeah, that happens all the time. Or that fucking Colin Farrell movie, Payphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. That's probably not. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, Travis, but if it does, we'll be around next week to talk about it. Ben, take us out. Talk about our social media. All right, guys. If you'd like to follow us. We're on everything. Like, we're on the Pirate Bay. That's my fault. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Uh, I think we have a Reddit. I'm kidding about that. Uh, but, yeah, we're Habcats on everything. YouTube, even. Uh, you can find me at LumberHJesus on Instagram. Mr. Short. Uh, you can find me at Actually Tall. You can find me at R.A. The Spy. If you love the show and want to help support us, you can go to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash halfcast, where you will find, for only $5 a month, a whole new show that we do, uh, where we watch things that the Supernatural actors have been in that aren't Supernatural, and a bunch of other fun clips that didn't make it into the show, and uh, sketches and things like that, so go check that out, please. Yeah. Until next time. Have fun and don't die. Peace out.
All right. Just gotta cut it. No, stop. That's the just gonna cut that song. 